Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Cafeteria Talk, the podcast where we just sit around and talk about whatever we want to talk about, just like the old days in the cafeteria, just roasting, talking about girls, or whatever we want to talk about. I am your host, Quattro. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Nua. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? It's Kid Kev. And we're back on another great day. How we doing today, guys? This is our first episode. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, man. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good, man. You know, I've had a good week. Good stressful week, so I'm gonna let some stress off. Like I'm at the cafeteria at lunch. A good, sir, a good yes, stressful sir. week. Good a, stressful week. A good, st- think about that. Yeah. A, a good stressful week. Hey, yeah, it's stressful, but I've made money. We we gonna pray on that. So what's got y'all hyped this week? I'm gonna give it to Kid Kev first. Uh, you know, talking about the MCU, you know, um, has it been good? Has it been bad for the superhero drama in general? And you know, I wanted to talk from the standpoint of the new Avengers, new Avengers game that's coming out. And 2020, you know, fans are kind of mad that the characters don't look like the actual characters from mm-hmm. the MCU. They're mad that the voice actors aren't like Robbie, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, and all of them. But, you know, like this is Square Enix's and Crystal Dynamics take yeah. on the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to get into that. You know what you, what you got hyped this week? What's got uh, you hyped? Well, you know, Far From Home just came out back on Blu-ray. I copped it Tuesday. Um... And so, since we're on the topic of Spider-Man anyway, let's just talk about the fact that we got my boy back into the MCU. We'll, yes. we'll talk about Ooh. that, too. Oh, yeah, we got, a, we, got, we got a Holland hater. I am a Holland hater. Why? I'm the Why, president man? of that fan club. Why? Honestly, this episode could be an hour long if I started going into that. I just, oh, I am just not a fan of how the character was done. Um, I'm going to just leave it there. But what's got me hyped this week? Uh, we got a Birds of Prey trailer on October 1st. Harley Quinn is looking awesome awesome i'm loving uh how that movie is just i'm like i'm telling y'all the dc eu the world of dc is riding the ship i think we're we're about to hit a stride like we've never seen before yeah because y'all hit an iceberg first i'd say so, yeah um, um just because titanic happened doesn't mean you here can't. on cafeteria talk we do not uh practice hate the mcu haters are strong i'm just saying room. even leo didn't get an oscar for titanic yeah, that was like one of the best movies of all time. Like that was the second highest grossing I mean, movie of all time. One, it was kind of one note. We knew it was gonna happen. Right. You knew the boat was going in the water. You saw the iceberg. You knew it was toast. It was like, oh, there it go. It just, it just delayed the inevitable, making it three hours long. That, uh, that that reminds me of this meme I just saw. How they're gonna make the, they made the Titanic two, where it's just a bigger cruise ship that uh, is just modeled after it. And then I don't, it was a meme, so I don't know if it was really real, but it said something about a. A 35-ton no, iceberg broke too. off the side. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, crunk. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. I want to do an episode one day where I want to sit down with somebody who would get on a cruise ship and walk me through the psyche of getting on a boat, a missile, pretty much, with 4,000 people on it. It's not what? bad. It's not bad, to it's be honest. It's not bad, bro. It's actually what? really great. You're the depending, only one in this room who hasn't been on a cruise. Yeah, depending on which cruise you go on, that's that's what it is. Like, you like can't... bro, I went on a cruise like in Alaska. And we was, I could, you couldn't touch it, but I, I came, like, we were like maybe 100 feet away from a glacier. That was scary. But at the yeah, same when time, you do a cruise we're like hitting that. icebergs left and right and left and right. There's so many safer activities you can do on dry land. And if you think about it, bro, the cruise ship, like the Titanic, it was the biggest cruise ship of its time. Modern cruise ships are like three times the size of the Titanic. That's worse. And think about the time no, period it was. it's better. It was the 1900s. 1912. 1912. And now if you think about it, right? If a if a, if the iceberg were if the same size iceberg were there, and maybe a cruise ship hits it, there's a prob- it's possible that it probably won't sink. Yeah, okay, believe that if you want to. 
believe that. If and also, the, the Titanic cut a lot of building codes. Also, if they should have hit the iceberg straight ahead, or else they, the boat would not have sank because they tried to turn yeah. and it scraped the side. And then water and then it came filled up. The side. Yeah, it filled if they up all the tanks. On, it would have just hit right in front, and Leo would have still been alive. He still could have been alive. There was enough room on the on that on that door, whatever. That but I'm not see, that. see, there was room on the boat, but would it have supported the weight of both of them? Oh, come on, someone! Come on, someone! That come on, someone! Huge. It, it was a door. It was a door, but it was huge. I mean, doors are long though. You could have turned that sideways. You'd ride. And then doors are like I'm thinking the, the doors of the Titanic are heavy. Like I'm thinking like yeah, like that's probably big, actual you know? wood, like actual grade A wood. Still, it's all about the density though. They got it straight from Home Depot. It's, no, not even from Home it's Depot. It's all they about the density though, because if, it's, if, it's, if it's not if it's if it's not dense or if it's not if it's too dense, it would sink with the weight of both of them. I feel that. Well, you know, we went off on kind of a, a Titanic tangent. Oh, oh, alliteration. Let's go. Let's go. Paxton School for Advanced Study. Shout that's out. That's the second alliterative thing that has happened today. Alliterative. Yes. There was Holland Hater, and then there's oh Holland Titanic Hater. Tangent. We need to we need to like trademark that Holland Hater. Well, no, I don't want to trademark that because I'm not a Holland hater. I'm, I'm going to trademark yeah, the Holland Haters United. I'm going to start that page on Instagram. Follow me, Holland Hater. Speaking of the Instagram, follow us at Cafeteria Talk Official. Cafeteria, C-A-F-E-T-E-R-I-A-T-A-L-K-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. I was real careful to spell that right. Yeah, I was surprised I, you got through that because I, I would have messed up along the way. I was watching you mess up. And then you can hit us on so Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. So let's get into it. The, the topic today is something that's been burrowing in my spirit. It's been burrowing in my spirit. We can insert some praise music right there when you get a chance. <laughs> um, was the MCU, the 23 movie saga, good for the superhero genre? So was the effect of the MCU good on the Fox movies, the DC, the worlds of DC, the um, the Sony verse, was that a good mix? Should what did it help? Did it hurt? What are we thinking on that? Let y'all hit it first. Well, you know, it, for the DC universe, it it led a lot to live up to, like for mm -hmm. them to uh, what is it culminate all all the sorts of franchises for the DC for the DC universe. Yeah, like it was a lot for them to do. And I personally think that the actors didn't really buy into the fact that, oh, we can create something great. Mm -hmm. Like, we can create something that uh, that can probably equal to or rival the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And my opinion was that Marvel really, they set the, the, they set the bar really high on that. And I don't think DC can copy that. Uh, I, I definitely, uh, I've never heard that perspective about the, um, the actors not buying in because, like, the MCU, the, all, all their actors used to be big names like they're big names because of who they play now but when they came in like for example my dad was watching ant-man and he saw michael douglas was in it he was like michael douglas is in ant-man he used to be like the bee's knees back in the day like he was like oscar like he was like in everything he was famous yeah back i remember in the 90s well, and yeah, like that. so when they came in to the mcu like they understood like the fame and the clout that was going to come to them being in these movies where like we came out the gate at dc with these big names, Ben Affleck is Batman, Gal Gadot is pretty much, she got, she got a nice little bit of clout in Hollywood yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, Fast yeah. and Furious. Uh, she was Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, so she came out, and we're now like, they're like, wait a minute, we're, we're this famous? Wait a minute, we got, uh, like, Ben Affleck was like, I got, I want other stuff to do. I can't tie myself down to just Batman yeah. for the rest of my life. Yeah, right? that's the thing. And he's old, too. He's like, what, 45, I think? Yeah. yeah. So, I, 
I definitely, I definitely get what you're saying on that. What you think? Uh, it, it's kind of somewhere in the, in the mid-ground. It's got to be in the mid-ground, at mm-hmm. least for me, because, you know, if you take the superhero movie genre, you know, you didn't really, your, your most serious film before Iron Man, um, it would, would have been X3, Last Stand, mm-hmm. which was 2007. Mm. And people hated that. Yeah. That was and not because then because well Iron Man movie. came out right after that, and so that kind of just sets the bar different. Then you then like go off the, on a tangent here, and then you got the Dark Knight, which is like the definitive Batman standard. story. Like yeah. that's the standard, and that's one. But so you have these things that you know allow superheroes to be taken seriously because you have um, X Men Origins Wolverine mm. that was released the same year as Iron Man. Ah, uh, yeah. If you look at those two movies. As how how they've aged, you would not be able to tell that they came out the same year. Uh, I I want to say Wolverine. Though, I think that came out. I feel like it was um, 2013, I want to say no. The no. Wolverine. Yeah, came the out first one, the Origins. Like we're talking origins. about. We're talking origins. about with, with yeah. Deadpool. With Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I got and you, I got so you. and even that, that that's my next point because I was watching. I was listening to Deadpool the other day. I, I like to listen to movies sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to Deadpool the other day, and if you think about like. How, like, you know, eight years after the original Iron Man, or eight years after the, we first saw Wade Wilson on screen, and we got that horrible, horrible version of him with his mouth so shut, shut laser was... eyes, and swords no, coming like out that. of his hands. That sure was interesting. <laughs> like he was Wolverine. Now we get real Deadpool. So we get the ability to take these, these stupid characters seriously. But then on the flip side, we have the comics. Mm. Now we have everything that Marvel has the rights to. Marvel didn't have the rights to Spider Man, so they rebooted Spider Man with the all new, all different. Still don't deserve them, but it's okay. And people, pe- people didn't really like the all new, all different. Mm-hmm. They they kind they accepted it, but they didn't like it. The Holland haters. Well, no, 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 all, all new, all different. The comic version. The comic version. When okay. He, you know, like Peter Parker Industries. Oh, that. Okay, okay. I remember that. He had that really yeah. awesome suit. Like, uh, this, this I, is I really like Future suit. Foundation or right after. I'm not sure. Okay. It may have been because Marvel had this pseudo reboot of everything. Okay. And so you have all the things where if they don't have the rights to the characters, unless it was Spider-Man, they didn't really care. Spider-Man or Deadpool. So that's why, like, when was the last good X-Men comic? Oh, they actually have a new new one out now. Yeah, it just came out now after Disney buys Fox. Yeah. X-Men has kind of been, like, the, the, like, and even that they've been killing off the, the child that they don't want to claim that they had, but, but they like, have to at the same they time. Have to like, right. at the same time. And you also have the fact that uh, who's heard of the Fantastic Four recently, especially after Fan Four Stick, which oh, is sad. That, which is sad. That that Marvel's first family, I'm and that's so Marvel's upset. Yeah, and that's I'm Marvel's so first family. Upset. Yeah. So you have the fact that you know people see the movies, mm. they want to see those characters in the comics, they want to learn about those characters. Yeah. For example, like me, I didn't hop onto the MCU bandwagon fully mm-hmm. until Age of Ultron. Okay. That's when I that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna go see my first premiere. Yeah. Like I saw the other movies. The first movie I ever saw was Iron Man Three. Oh, of okay. course. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were no, yeah. talking yeah. about the original yeah, that was, that was Iron Man. Living. Never mind. Back, yeah. back, back, back when Osiris was with us. <laughs> that's a whole other that's a whole other episode crazy. right there. <laughs> but um so we've got the so we've we've got that and so and it's just about you know, what we learn about these characters, we're going to read 
more of these characters. Yeah. People are going to read Iron Man and Captain America more than they're going to read X-Men. It adds because, a new level of clout to these characters with the movies. Right. And mm-hmm. even Fox, you know, it, they, they had a really good team of people who knew what they were doing at, Mar- at Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Fox, who First Class was amazing. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Was. First Class, that was a great movie. Uh, Days movie. of Future Past, it was... It was I, all right. I, I really that's, enjoyed no, it. No, after, was it First Class? That's when it started going downhill. Like, the right. movie started... I like being say, great. Fox did a lot of things wrong with the X Men, right? But their casting was the casting on was point. one thing that was amazing. Yeah. Like I don't think anybody I would necessarily change. Like it was, it was pretty. I, I honestly wish when they bring him to the MCU that uh, Professor X's actor, ah, uh, from Splits, McAvoy, they didn't do it. yeah, James McAvoy. I wish he could play him. And uh, I, if you can keep him and old boy that played Magneto. Uh, I'd be oh, fine. Yeah. I don't see it. Now that now they might be, they might be brothers, like actual brothers, like Kutikente looking. Oh lord! So all the way, we 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 got Black Nido now. Black Nido. Black Nido. I'm okay. here for. I'm here for it. Like Black Nido and Professor Wakanda. Professor with Wakanda. With the X on his chest. Mm-hmm. But then, like, if they do that, what's like make, make Storm white? No, people are gonna get mad about honestly, that. Yeah, look, people honestly, look, people are gonna you, get very mad. If you make Professor X black, and Storm is white and is from Iceland. Ooh. Hey, I can see a lot it's, of people it's gonna be Let's do but it. It's going to piss people off. Let's be different. But if we going to change, if we going to change fictional characters, it's like you can't get mad that Storm is white if you getting mad that Ariel's black. Oh, oh, shots fired. People are still mad about people that. People are still mad about They're that. They're going to be mad about, about that until it's a, fictional char- it's a fictional character. It's a fictional character. Like, it's a fish. It's a, it's a fish. fish. She's just going to be fried. With a human body. Fried. The other fish was, was you know, sauteed. Right. This one's going to be fried. With exactly. a little seasoning on it. Like, it, hey. It's okay, guys. It's okay. And she's going to have a little bit more vibrato in her voice, you know? Yeah. But let me give y'all my uh, my spin on it. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to get into mics. Just so everybody's clear on what I feel. We also have him who's really into DC. The MCU was the absolute worst thing to happen to the superhero Okay, I got to leave now. I'm sorry. The absolute worst thing. I, I cannot. Now, I, I will I say disagree. this, and it's probably a contradiction. But the MCU, in and of itself, mm-hmm. was great. I mm-hmm. watched all 23 movies. They were all, they were all relatively good. Relatively? I mean, we still... Thor of the Dark World. Thor of the Dark World. Okay, Thor of the Dark World. Incredible Hulk. I mean, okay. Yeah. Iron Man 3. Iron... Oh, 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 hey, oh, chill oh, out oh, on oh, Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3? That... Okay. The Mandarin. Yeah, okay, that okay, part. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor, but they're, right, but they're, yeah, they're, they fooled they're everybody take, on They're that. bringing it back, though, because they're coming out with Shang-Chi, and he's going to have the Ten Rings and all that. So they're retconning. They get a mini pass there. They retconning it. Yeah, yeah. So, but I would not say um, the MCU was the best thing for the, for the superhero genre because I know how you said that the MCU came up with giving heroes more clout and stuff and making us right. take them more seriously. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I felt, for, at least for me personally, it didn't need to be taken serious. Like, I, I was I, fine. Like, it was fun going to the movie. Like, the first movie, movie I ever watched, uh, like, I remember going to go see in the movie theaters with my dad. When he goes Superman Returns, okay, and I thought it was so cool, you know, seeing Superman. He was fighting crime, you know, getting shot, bullets flying off of him, underwear outside his pants. I didn't need to sit there and sit for two hours and think about why Superman is pondering life or why and is that, he doing the things that he's doing. Why is he a hero? But then it like, makes you emotional. Even then, but even even then though, even then though, that's all about the execution though. Mm. Like I said, because you know you have uh, Iron Man and Foggy, he's sort of contemplating life too. Mm. But he's not doing it for an entire movie and has no lines in the movie with, with him in the title. So, okay, Superman 
is a man of few words. Okay. Well, no, no. I, I wouldn't. If anyone's a man of few words, it's Batman. Batman is very talkative, actually. Only mm. in the video, on the Arkham yeah. games, because he has to say everything. But if you saw him in all the animated shows, it's so funny he would literally say like that. three words. <laughs> I have like to an episode. Drive the car. Like three words, an episode. Or uh, n- n- not literally, but he wouldn't say much. Like he would just always have the big hitter, mm. big hitting moments. Like the episode when they're like, um, when Justice League has to hide out. It's like, I'm, and Flash is like, I'm not showing my secret identity. I remember that. And he yeah, goes, yeah. Clark Kent. Uh, Wally West, Diana. Yeah, he just Bruce starts. That was the first time, and that that show had been running for like it had like what three seasons, like a whole other spinoff show, mm-hmm. like two seasons. And that was the first episode. time that was the first time we had ever figured out that that was Wally West and not Barry Allen. Not Barry Allen. I was I was shook. I was like, whoa, 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 what? Right. Wally West just starts exposing people. That was the funny part. I'm like, exactly. So like, if you think about Bat- Batman, has never been the guy to always be talkative, at least until the Arkham games came out, and then he had to. Always have his internal monologue, and e- e- even then, it was always internal monologue. His mouth yeah. would never actually move. Where like uh, at Arkham City, when um when Deadshot shoots the guy, yeah, and then because I remember um I my first time seeing that it was up in the in the game room in, yep. in the back of the church. First time seeing it, and then someone was talking about man, that man just gonna watch him get shot, and then just start talking. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> pow! Oh yeah, ah, the he just got came shot. from this area. And I'm like. Yeah, that's kind of green, but at the same time, he's not talking. That's his inner monologue. Yeah, and it's he's just Batman. telling you where it's coming from. Batman's, right. Batman's about the business. We ain't got time to be figuring out the who, the what, the when. Right. Let's so, but if anything, Superman should talk more than Batman. I, I agree. Okay, cool. I have to watch Superman Returns again, and I think it's it's coming to Netflix. Okay. By the way, it so is. Uh, I'll definitely check that out. But back to what I was saying about the the MCU being good for the the genre, I also believe that now. Um, and I've, I've tried, tried to explain this, and it always comes out kind of weird, so bear with me. That when you when, when you go in to see a movie after Endgame, now the Endgame's over, mm-hmm. you go in there with the new lens. Right. And and this proof of this lens is that the fact that we were talking about it right now is mm-hmm. proof, of the, proof of this lens. Mm-hmm. You go in there already explaining it, like trying to suss this movie out through the lenses of the MCU. True. Any movie, Batman, uh, X-Men, Deadpool, whatever, Spider-Verse. Well, Spider-Verse is, is Marvel, but it's not MCU. But, but you, you go, go in there trying to compare. Well, how is this going to connect? How's it does, how does this do this like the MCU? Like, right. Because right. the MCU set the standard. Yeah. At this point, you expect the, the MCU set the standard, but it should be the MCU standard, not the standard for all superhero movies. But, but I think it's it was. Not just, and it's not just superhero movies doing that, too. Like, Split did it. Like, I thought yeah, it was going to exactly. be a one-off, crappy M. Night Shyamalan movie. Exactly. And I'm like, okay, that was good. Godzilla. Oh. They, they got to do a little shared universe now. Well, oh, yeah, they, King they, they Kong, too. Had, Godzilla's always had its own thing if you watch it, the Japanese movies. Godzilla's oh, kind of Oh, yeah, of it's done, always been its own thing, but now Godzilla's they're trying to always kind of done something King like Kong that. Like, they've always had Godzilla, Godzilla fighting this, Godzilla fighting that, Godzilla mm. versus King Kong. It hasn't been done the way it's been done now, okay. but they've had cinematic universes with King, with, with okay. Godzilla. Mm. But, um... But then what's split like you and it's like you see Bruce Willis and you're like, why wasn't he in this movie, Mr. Glass? Wait, hold up. Then it comes from some circle in the, in the next movie. So everyone's trying to build what the MCU did. So so, that, so I think maybe it, was the MCU helpful for the superhero genre, the superhero movie genre? Yes. Superhero superhero genre in general, probably not because like I said. You expect it to be like what you see in the movies. And exactly. that leads you to Square, Square Enix, how you have these new versions of the characters 
which, which you know, uh, well, I will say Captain America's costume was pretty horrible. But then, they, but then they made it better. Like that's oh, yeah, the they, thing. They, they, they made they, it they, better. They did do a redesign. I they did a redesign. The redesign. That's a bit better. I, I think I'm seeing the redesign. I don't think I like that but, either. Yeah, they totally redesigned Thor. Like but, that was. But and even then, even then, no, they didn't fully redesign him. They gave him his original movie design. Like yeah, they gave him new hair. I was like, wow. In the first Thor and how he looked in the first Avengers, no one took Thor seriously in any way, shape, form, or fashion until he got the string of hair. Honestly, because his eyebrows were still blonde, man. Like, well, no, that just no, I'm talking crazy. about it, to me. I, I didn't like Thor until his hair got string. Like, if you look look at like a poster of um of the original Thor and how his hair is like smooth, silky, and then if you look at it in like any like after Thor: The Dark World, now it's kind of like yeah. stringy and yeah, yeah, yeah I see what you mean. It looks like different. Viking almost. Right, looking. it looks more like a Viking. He yeah. looks more uh menacing yeah because yeah. i because i, I think Not i know what you're talking about like because in avengers like his hair was like you know it looked like it was blown out like yeah. it looked right like, it looked like a boy like he's in a boy band or something. right exactly yeah. he looked like uh like fabio yeah yeah <laughs> i'm like yeah that's the thing like it looked really good but i'm like <laughs> no like what i'm like excuse me uh sir no um but no i one of one of my friends ty he told me i, I it's, it's always stuck with me the MCU definitely showed how lucrative the shared universe can be. Because, yes. I mean, I think looking back from uh, maybe Civil War, possibly Black Panther somewhere in there, mm -hmm. definitely Phase 3. Mm -hmm. After Phase 3, I don't think not one movie didn't break a bill. Maybe Ant-Man and Watson, the only one that didn't break a bill domestically. Um, Doctor Strange didn't. Doctor Strange I didn't? Think. I don't think. It was good, but... I didn't like it. I think my problem, and I love Michael Giacchino... But it was a score for uh, Doctor Strange. For Doctor Strange, I thought, I thought if you look at the, one of the one if of you watch, if you watch the trailer mm. for when they go in the mirror dimension, if you watch the trailer for when they go in the mirror dimension, and it's like everything's flipping around them, it's like the music is crazy. It's like it sounds like it sounds like you're watching Inception. Yeah. And then when you see it in the in the movie, you, you know, he just had a different uh, vision. Still suspenseful, but not as but no, it's, it's like suspenseful fast because everything's moving all around yeah. you. So it's suspenseful in that way, but it's not suspenseful in this is what I saw in the trailers. Mm. So I'm a little bit, you know, yeah. I'm on the edge of my seat. The visuals and stuff is still great, especially if you watched it in 3D. Mm. You, you you definitely. Yeah, that was trippy. I, I definitely I saw had a trip. Uh, yeah, I saw it 3D and I saw it in IMAX. Yeah. And it was very uh, visual. It's. Doctor Strange is actually second in my on my list for my favorite MCU movies. Like Doctor Strange, visual or just in general. In general, like I okay, love wow. Doctor Strange. That's a good movie to me. Like I'm, y'all. I, I know y'all wouldn't believe me if I, if y'all, if y'all especially know me. I'm, I've always been kind of been known to be more mature, and it's like uh, Doctor Strange as a mature character, the way he is. I, I like really resonated with this character. I really like Doctor Strange, so like I've always liked that movie. But yeah, I, I, and I was, Doctor Strange is my favorite for a good long time. Mm. But it does follow something else I want to talk about. The MCU formula. It oh, follows I, think, I think I know where you're going. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, if you think about the formula set from all the solo origin, or the solo origin movies set by Iron Man. Mm. You have, you know, this rich guy who loses control of his company to a bald guy. <laughs> or, oh my who, God, or, yeah. or, or gets humbled in some way, shape, form, or fashion, and then goes through a transformative process in the middle of nowhere become a superhero i've described three movies yeah i'm uh, three solo movies that i can correct me if i'm wrong let me let me let me let me let me try guess them okay i'm gonna go iron man of course Doctor strange yep ant-man yep 
um, Black Panther. It's kind of sort of not yeah. really yes, with, with the yeah. taking control but it's still else. the formula but still you, just, formula. You, just, you just switch it up but yeah, yeah. you're right okay and <clears throat> Thor you had to get yeah. Thor in there because he got sent to Earth right that's so, crazy I mean like it's the it's, it's the MCU formula and and one thing and that's, that's why I think people love the Captain America movie so much because they don't follow that formula yeah like, Captain, Captain America is really because really like, he was already humble from the jump like right they didn't he didn't need so he was just he was just good. So the first one you have kind of a war movie that no one was impressed with. Which it was, is, it was, it's kind it, of sad. It's, it's, right. I, I, it's one of those movies like where like once you have a fully developed character, you can go back and watch. And you're like, oh, yeah, wow, so yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. But sure. like, and then you get, then you get um, Winter Soldier, which is like, oh my. Because now yeah, he's like working a, for S.H.I.E.L.D. and he's like a movie. soldier. So that, it's like. That rewrote the book. Yeah, like, exactly. And that, that, and they, and if they do like do more stuff with the formula, like that, that's a formula they should follow. Like maybe the Winter Soldier formula. I thought I thought uh, Winter Soldier was gonna inspire more of Civil War. Mm, okay. Because and it kind of does too, but they just kind of they tone it down. They really tone it down. My I thing though, like, like kind of going back, back to to the, to the topic, topic uh, of it being good for the for the genre. I feel like, and well, I guess you could say this is still the 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 other houses' fault. Mm -hmm. But like like Kevin was was uh, hitting at that it caused the it caused the world to DC to like, oh snap, y'all just made a bill. Let, let us let us try to do what you did. And they rushed to get the money. And they rushed to get it done. Because I always say the the DC what they put out was good. I, I enjoyed it as a fan. I really enjoyed it. I like what they I like BBS. What they tried me to say that one more time, real quick okay. for me. Upon coming out of Batman v Superman and not knowing too much about DC. I know, no, I know a little bit, but I'm not like a super DC mega fanboy. Right. You know, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, I, I liked and, but, it too. But, but, but of course, then the Ultimate Edition came out, and I could see where the pacing issues came yeah. in. I could cry. Besides right the bat now. cheeks. I could cry right now. I, I... Like, bro, it's everything you've been saying, I've been saying, but at the same time, it was just, it was just like a, the execution was kind of weird. But yeah, but like, yeah. and then the second part of what I was saying was, what, what they, they were, were trying, trying to do in the connecting universe and trying to become the MCU, they failed miserably. Mm -hmm. and, but I feel like they're writing the ship right now. You got Bird Spray coming out. Uh, they, they're, they're trying to get there. And um, trying to do what the MCU did, like, we'll never see that again on the level that. No, not at all. In the words of Doctor Strange, hitherto undreamt of. Right. Like, you'll, we'll never see that again. It, they did something that not could never be done, but just was like. Y'all really did this. Like in game sitting watching that movie was really like, wow, they actually. Yeah, it was like, like everything concluded. It's three movies it's in like, one movie. It's like, all right, so like, you know, when uh, when Thanos snaps his fingers and like everyone passes, goes away that they dusted and Nebula's just like, he did it. Right. That's what it's like. You, you right. watch in game and you're like, or when Cat was sitting next to uh, Old Boy's body, uh, Vision's uh, body was like, oh, God. Yeah. Like that was just spoke volumes. Right. It's, it's, it's like they lost. They actually lost. And that's lost. the first time you actually see a superhero movie where the heroes ultimately lose. Yeah, because it was like five, it was five I've, years I've later before they actually any, had a chance to win. I've never seen anything. You know, I mean, in every superhero movie and any movie in general, like action movie, is gonna have a moment where the hero looks like they're about to lose. Mm -hmm. And and even in Infinity War, you didn't have that moment. So I, I had them where everyone was getting hit side to side, and the was come. At that point, you're like, okay, maybe he'll get the stones, and then Thor comes in. Oh yeah, we good. Yeah, for the head. 
Bang. Bam. I was, like, I like, was like, wow. Was like, what was going on? And the next thing you know, he saw me disappear. Just just like, you're like, oh, what? He really did it. Like, he actually did it. And like, so I, the DC, the world of DC and the other people that are trying to do this, it just, it won't be done. If you try it, you're going to fail. But if you come out and do it your own way, because right. I, like, I feel like DC, DC, we, I think it's generally, you know, across the board, everybody believes. DC has uh, Marvel beat on a lot of things, including strength of characters, strength of role galleries. Like DC on paper is better than, the, than Marvel, but their execution and the people behind what they do. People behind, people behind Marvel love what they do. Because Marvel is behind Disney, and Disney knows what they're doing. Yeah, right. Kevin Feige loves what he does. He right. loves coming up with these stories and connecting these stories. And you got like people at Warner Brothers who just in it for the back. They're trying to get a check. Which, which is fine, because at the end of the day, it's like, matter. You got it. You, but what you need to do... If your movie can't make money, what's the point of making the what's movie? The point? Exactly. What's the point of spending millions the, of dollars if you can't, you know, get the, get the stuff made? Yeah, but what you need to do in the beginning, you need to have one strong character to build the whole entire universe around. Because I thought they had it with Superman and Man of Steel. But then they shifted it towards, oh, Batman's going to be our central character now. I was like, okay, yeah. that's fine, but yeah. how are you going to spin Superman was too... And even, I think, my, my, my main problem with Batman v Superman, and I think I've told you this before, mm. Quattro, um, the problem with it is it hyped up the fight. We thought we were getting a movie full of Batman fighting Superman. If it had been the same movie, and it was just called Dawn of Justice, mm. maybe the same trailers, maybe something that we could be. Oh, they're setting up a Batman v Superman type kind of thing. Oh, they're doing this. Oh, they're doing that. But we don't actually see the title as Batman v Superman. We don't think the whole movie is going to center around Batman and Superman fighting. You know, one fight in the middle in the first yeah. act, or you know, like one big thing in the middle in the first act, a small fight in the second mm -hmm. act, a big fight at the third act. Yeah. Instead of, you know, psychology, Lex Luthor, Justice fight in the second act, yeah. Doomsday in the third act. Yeah. Like, it we didn't want that. Bogged down. Like, but I'm a big BBS supporter, y'all. Like, I love that Yeah, movie. and it, I, I loved it, too. But if you would just, if you would just, you could have done the same movie, same exact formula, mm -hmm. same movie, if you would change the title to Dawn of Justice and mm -hmm. not have Batman v Superman in the title at all. Same trailers even, but no Batman v Superman in the title. It probably would not have been as hated as it is. Yeah, because it gives the implication yeah. that, oh, they're going, Batman and Superman are going against each other the whole entire movie. Right. It's not like Civil War where Captain America and Tony, they're actually going through each other the, the entire whole entire movie. movie. Yeah. Well, I like, and I, I, I keep doing this, and I try not to, but I can't help it because I am a fan, and I'll get to this kind of point later, mm -hmm. but... Because I'm a fan, when I went into that movie and I heard about it being made and all that, mm -hmm. I knew what to expect. I knew what, I pretty much knew kind of the, not exactly what was going to happen plot-wise, mm -hmm. but framework, I kind of knew okay, they're going to have a spat, they're going to end up being friends at the end, because it's Batman and Superman. Like, it's, like, well, I know what's going to happen, but I know coming in as a Joe Schmo, like, if you don't, if you're not a fan, you're looking at these movies like, okay, you went from Superman to Batman fight Superman, now, like, I'm confused, what is going on? So it doesn't track as well as the MC. Like, so mm -hmm. when people tell me, well, they should have did a solo movie, uh, or maybe a Batman movie, and then a Superman Superman 2. Like, I can get that, but then again, I'm like, okay, well, that's how the MCU did it, and it may work for them, but I don't feel like if DC had did the same, had gone the same route, that we would have got what we got. Because 
you could do it that way, but then you're just looking at like, well, you're just MCU. You're not going to put out a bunch of movies just like them. Right. So if they could find a way where they could do it where they may not have to do it in so many movies, it would have been cool. Like the animated versions, they came out the gate, Justice League, and those movies right. track. So they're better. Yeah, they're like better that's, than the MCU, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that DC is always going to have animation. over Marvel is animation. Yeah, like Marvel yeah. animation isn't that great. It's not. Yeah, and I, they don't. And I mean, you're making a bill on your on your movies. You don't really need to put in all that work in the animation right. uh, room. So I mean, it's like, and, uh, on occasion you get a good animated film, but like, well, the animations not that good, or the stories. Last good one the I remember was uh, Planet Hulk. Mine was Young Avengers. I like that one. Young Avengers was good, too. Planet Hulk was good. The Doctor Strange movie wasn't bad. I like I liked Hulk versus. Well, the animation wasn't that good in, in the Doctor Strange. No, it wasn't, but the story was good. Story was the story Exactly. Was good. You either get good story, bad animation. It's not a sequel, I want to say. I don't think so. Maybe. I mean, DC DC won the animation race when they dropped uh, they dropped Red Hood. Right. And they then they, then they really just, they just like, everybody was just at this point like, you won DC. You won the animation race. When they mm-hmm. dropped Batman Ninja... If you oh, haven't yeah. seen that, man, yeah, that, that, that was that, really that is, good. It's really like a piece of art on your screen. Like, like it, it's in just twenty so years, good. they'll be watching that in film studies. Like it's got because it's like it's that like it's like Power Rangers meets Batman meets like meets Japanese anime, but like it's it captures but it's because done it looks like so a computer. Good. It's 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 like the what 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 my what my people call what my people my friends they say American anime, and like yeah. sometimes they hate it, sometimes they don't. But it's it. I don't know if it was produced in Japan, so I'm not gonna say that. But it was it was really well made. I want to say it was, but don't quote me on that. Animation was stellar. Yes. And it switched animation styles. Yeah, it went from like it was like it went from like animation style to oil painting. Right, like Mm -hmm. like like traditional two. Oh my god! It was like this flat oil painting when it talked about like the like this journey of the Joker. Yeah, that was was really interesting. It was and it was like it was just and it was no no real dialogue. It was just beautiful yeah like and i still stand by uh what i say as like it being the worst i mean i'm just being kind of dramatic but it was i still don't think it was the best thing for the genre because it it sent ripples that's what i didn't like it sent so many ripples through especially now that the now that the mcu was over we talk about some of the more darker corners of the mcu that nobody want to talk about when it was going on Mm -hmm. like the fact that stan lee was kind of like being kind of mistreated on low right. about it, that's like what his daughter said. I really don't think that's what happened. I think I think that's what happened because they did the same thing. Because look, look what's coming out about George Lucas, right? And they basically threw his idea. But they gave the him a lot of money. They gave him a lot of money for Star Wars. There's also that. Yeah, if you if you get four billion dollars, if I give you four billion dollars and you say yeah, you can do whatever you want, are okay, you really fine. gonna care Maybe how you were treated? I'm just like, and I'm, if your ideas kind of suck, where you really shouldn't touch somebody else's intellectual property like that. Like, you really shouldn't even touch it. Like It's like having, it's like me, it's like somebody, it's like Bill Gates trying to recreate the iPhone. It, it just won't work. Okay. He'll create a great phone, it'll have a great camera, great great RAM, great, great all that, but it won't be the iPhone. It won't have the essence of the iPhone. That's why, like, Force Awakens and the Star Wars movies aren't as well received as, like, the George Lucas movies because they can tell there's a disconnect there george lucas is not connected in this universe yeah it's basically and i I feel that i understand i'm feeling that that disconnect and that's why like i feel like um the the marvel you know kind of messing with stan lee's creation because the mcu one thing i I charge them with and i and i can't stand that they do this is that the mcu they take characters like that are in the comics and stuff and they and they, they make, make them, them fit into the MCU box. They, they make them, they change them to fit the narrative. This, right. is why, this is why I'm a Holland hater, because 
you've been doing Spider-Man the same way for the most part. You know, some fluctuations here and there. But for the most part, he's been this kind of poor kid, lives in the Bronx. He was college, teens, queens. Yeah, queens. Sorry about that, y'all. Like, just kind of run of the mill white guy. And he comes in, he's just, he comes to the MCU, and my portrayal of him is he's kind of he's kind of whiny a little bit. Um, but he, he's a teenager. Oh, yeah, he's a teenager, but still. I'm just kidding. I mean, whiny. And I mean... And, and he's like, have, have you have you read the ultimate, the ultimate Spider-Man, or at least like seen the plot breakdown of Ultimate Spider-Man? Because there's a, I don't want to say there's a lot of Ultimate Spider-Man with Tom Holland, because there isn't, but they, a lot of like the way Spider-Man has been portrayed as a teenager now is really based off of Ultimate Spider-Man. Okay. And Ultimate Spider-Man was a hothead. Like he 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 got he almost like literally and like. Throughout his entire arc as Ultimate Spider-Man, so almost like an Andrew Garfield-esque kind of ish. Not even that because it started in like the nineties. Really? Oh, okay. Ultimate Spider-Man nineties. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about like, like I'm talking like he started from the mid of the nineties because it's like there's like an issue where he goes on the film set of mm. Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Oh yeah, I remember mm. seeing and that. And he's pissed off at Sam yeah. Raimi. It's like I'm not getting any money off of this. Well, who, who, who are you then? We're like, I said I'm the actual Spider-Man. Never mind. Bro. We get it. Uh, oh, I guess not. So. And then, like, the first, like, in the first couple issues, the first couple episodes, I haven't read it like that, but uh, someone goes around impersonating him and kills Gwen's dad. Oh, boy. And then Gwen hates, then Gwen hates Spider-Man. And so then when Spider-Man actually finds him, he beats the living snot out of him and is, like, one punch away from killing him and then stops. Yeah, Tom so, Holland could never. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure if, if we could, we could probably get Tom Holland to that level, maybe? I think mm. they don't want to take him there. Yeah. Because, like... He's too likable for that. What right. I, what I was kind of getting at was, like, they... I'm but, not but, but, no, but what I'm saying, is it's a completely different Spider-Man from Earth-616. Yeah. And that's the Spider-Man we all know and love. Yeah. And the whole thing with... And I know that everyone's like, he's Iron Man Jr., he's Iron Man Jr. He is. He, and he the, is, DJ. Come on, to, bro. To, to, to a degree... To a degree, he's yes. nothing without Iron Man. Think, get, take take away Iron Man true. out of the whole Spider-Man. He would he would still be in his pajamas, he'd be right? In his pajamas, right? He would be in his pajamas. He would be. He would be. He didn't make like he didn't. And make so his that's what that's why I think I think they went a little bit too, too far, from home. far. Where I think his home he should have had his own work version of homemade suit V two, yeah, which at least included the eyes done properly. Mm. You know, because if we had if we at least had that, we yeah. could then we could have said okay, good. At least at least the eyes aren't. You know exactly. They 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 changed Spider not changed him, but they they took Spider Man and made him fit into the MCU narrative. Mm -hmm. When they could have just well, like I said, they're the MCU is its own thing. They can do what they want with the characters that they have. Right. But, but even then, when you when you have a character like Spider Man who has been a household name for what almost what since the sixties, first to start, sixty seven years, sixty seven mm -hmm. years. Like when you take a character and drastically do a one eighty, you're looking at it like. Um, That's what everyone was like I'm with Ultimate Spider-Man, but now, but now they now they respect Ultimate Spider-Man because they didn't like it at mm -hmm. first, it's, and then then they got to the point when um when Spider then Spider-Man dies, in in Ultimate Spider-Man, and then Miles takes over. People didn't like Miles at first. Yeah, I I and, think Spider-Verse really like, yeah it really right, it, it brought the Miles. awareness right and even because like before then like Miles was wasn't a household name. Miles like, was, I knew of him like yeah, I, we yeah, knew yeah, like, Miles Morales. We do black black. Black Hispanic Spider Man yeah. in the black and red suit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I like that idea. But, and then Into the Spider Verse comes out, people are really like, whoa, I really like this Miles guy. And of course, if, there's plenty of like, you know, 
uh, info info things on on YouTube mm. on like Miles before Spider Verse, Miles after Spider Verse, because mm. they changed Miles a lot too. Really, the narrative of Spider Verse. Oh, okay. And, but but it was a good change. See, but, but yeah, yeah, that so, was a positive change, I'm sure. But no, but, like but if you go Tom to the Holmes. comics, but if you go to the comics, mm. it 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 wasn't that exactly, but it could be portrayed as yeah. we just wanted Spider-Man to be black. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Yeah, because he is so, the only, uh, was it, multi-race superhero? At the time. First major one, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, we had, like, Miss Marvel was out before him, wasn't she? Wasn't she? I think so. But I mean, at the time, he was he was the only mixed-race uh, wow. superhero. Okay, I thought Miss Marvel Representation, was just Hispanic. Go. But, but and, like, and one thing, I, DC, I haven't, as far as I know, especially being a comic fan, I haven't seen them make a drastic change with the character where we're looking at it like this is not welcome. Like the only character I can see they made a real drastic change was Aquaman. And they really didn't even really change Aquaman, they just updated Aquaman. Right. Aquaman I thought that before. was a drastic change. I mean, well, cuz he was portrayed as a necessary change. Yeah. Yeah. Necessary change. Like yeah. who took Aquaman seriously? Nobody. Cuz he was just a blondie before, before that. Before Batman v Superman. Yeah. Like, before the Batman when we saw like that thing underwater with the muscles, then you got all the females going, "Ooh, Aquaman's fine." Because everyone's all over Jason Momoa. All the rest of the characters then, in the DCU, they're off the page. Shazam, off the page in New 52. If you read New right. 52, you basically just read Shazam the movie. Okay. Like, and uh, Batman is much off the page. Uh, Superman, Wonder Woman. Um, Joker is off the pages of uh, Jim Lee. And uh, I remember the other guy's name, but Jim Lee's run of uh, Joker. That gangster, mm-hmm. just kind of crazy Joker. Like, that, that to me is what super movies are about not, not like creating a, a comic book all out out of um out of thin air like creating the comic book right off the page mm-hmm. is you know taking the characters off the page and putting them in movies doing what you've seen them do in the comics that's that to me what makes a good superhero movie superhero movie but when you change it to make them fit your narrative and it doesn't work it's very noticeable and it doesn't work because these characters are so beloved around the world and people already know them it's like Especially when Michael B. Jordan was the human torch. Are we bringing? Are we going to make him black in live action? Although it's nothing wrong with that, it's just jarring some people because movies are optics. You go see a movie, you don't listen to a movie. You go see it. So when you see Superman, who's been white for eighty years, you're like. Well, why is Superman dark skin with curly hair? What is going on here? And then you hate the movie. Mm-hmm. So that, that's that's what one of my biggest gripes with Marvel, and that's why I think it kind of hurt the genre because now you can take more liberties. But you weren't that you even really... that. But even that they've been doing that since the beginning because they took uh, Robert Downey Jr. had the look, mm-hmm. but he wasn't a wisecracker until after Iron Man in the comics. He wasn't a wisecracker until after Iron Man came out. Really, and then they started to portray him as that. At, from that point, right. really, and then because it, it was such a great portrayal. Because I mean, like, sure, I mean, in real life, how would a billionaire playboy act? Mm. Yeah, like sure, exactly. He'd be like that, but he he wasn't a wisecracker. Once but he became again, Iron Man, he became serious. I feel like you could you could have hit the reboot button on Iron Man though when when Iron Man came out because Iron Man, C-list. from what I yeah, he was a C lister. He was he was I mean, like nothing ev- in the pretty moment. much everyone except for Hulk in Phase One is a well Cap Cap maybe a B lister. No, he was but, a C-lister after 
was it the Fantastic Four? This rebooted his career. Let's be honest. No, no, I'm talking or about the, the not the actor, the character. Oh, okay. Oh, and my bad. I, thought Thor, I thought Thor was kind of. I thought Thor was pretty. I didn't know who Thor was. I didn't realize when we Thor came out yeah. that it was a Marvel movie. Oh lord. Okay, like, I honestly, knew that at least. Just to make another one. <laughs> yeah, like I think it wasn't until I saw him in Avengers. I'm like, oh okay. And even then, the Thor movie. If you watch the honest trailer, which is pretty honest, the Thor movie is only made so you know who the blonde guy is in Avengers. Facts. That's really what all the a lot of the solo movies are for. Like that's that, that's another thing I have a problem with. Like the the solo movies, you they feel forced because you know that they have to give you this character in a solo movie to move the narrative forward. Like but, I feel like every movie, every like I'd really, and it's really only because I didn't enjoy the movie personally. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel did not need a two hour, two and a half hour movie. No, that it movie. Not I did not like that movie at all. Movie. That movie was not, it was good, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just didn't enjoy it. it right. And like, it just wasn't for me. Personally. We only watched the movie to watch the, to literally, watch the yeah, to only, watch the no, end game part. We only watched the movie for the end credit scene. If that movie had came out phase three, like 2016, 2017, it would not have made that much money. Because nah. mm-hmm. they, they, they knew it was the... That was the they perfectly right placed it. That was, Endgame, that was right? amazing. Yeah. No, that perfectly was directly before Endgame. Yeah, it was. No, yep. was it, it, Ant-Man yep. come out? No, it was directly after Endgame. Yeah, or, yeah I think it came yeah, out directly before, before Endgame. Endgame. My bad. Before yeah, before. Yeah. So yeah, you were like, oh, I gotta see Captain Marvel. Because we thought we were going to get... Yeah, because it's going to explain what's happening in Endgame. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then changing the fact that the scrolls are actually the good guys. That's the part that got to me and I didn't like. Yeah, I was like, wait, so you the same time. I think that that was a... Twist I didn't mind. Because if you think about it, if you go with the Kree and think about everything the Kree have been done in Guardians of the Galaxy, then you have to explain what caused the paradigm shift. Okay, in that's true. 14 yeah. years. But then now it's like, are you going to have a secret invasion? Or can you have that really? I don't know. Well, it's so uh, up in the air right Then, now, of course, there's the, next. is every scroll a good scroll? Mm. Like, maybe. Okay. Because if you think about it, you know, not all these stereotypes happen be for no reason like for example like you know you have these racist white people who think all black people do all these black people things mm-hmm. it's because we got black people doing the black people things mm-hmm. so hey, hey, that, that's so yeah truth. so there's the Cree who think all scrolls are bad maybe some scrolls are bad I mean, yeah, it's got, it, it can't all be good. Like, right. got to be something. Exactly. So, I mean, so was, we got the good scrolls. was like in the in the movie he was like um this war has brought out like the worst in all of us. Like right. we all done things that mm-hmm. we weren't proud of, even though we were trying. We were the good guys in this war. We all did bad things. Right. So like, I definitely uh, agree with you on that. But um, back to kind of what, we were, what the discussion was on, like the DC was it good for the genre? I still kind of stand on it not being the best for the genre as a whole because it set it it moved the standards from super movies back in the day. You know, they were kind of run-of-the-mill. You, you know, it was just your typical off-the-page comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Right. They set the standard really high, and a lot of these a lot of these other houses that aren't MCU aren't reaching that standard now. Yeah. Now, like, an X-Men needs to be really good. You expect an uh, X-Men to be really good, because especially not you have source material. That's what's so dangerous about these movies. Mm-hmm. They have source material. Especially in a movie directly after a comic book. You have Phoenix source material. Like, so if you don't follow that source material and you yes, mess people up, are going to like people are going to notice. People hated X3 because the way they butchered the Phoenix Saga. Yeah. So and the we, Phoenix Saga is a pretty famous X-Men it's, story. It's one of, it's probably the most famous. Probably, X-Men. Yeah, probably the most famous. Like, X-Men 134. And like if Civil War had bombed, it would have been bad. If Civil oh, War yeah. had bombed. Civil like, War had, if Civil War wasn't done right, and even, even if, well, no, I'll get to that later, but 
It's like speaking, and then you go back, like you have like all these years later, you have Dark Phoenix coming out, and it sucks. Worse, uh, worse than the original. Like what I said before, we 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 get before you got here, before we all got here. Dark Phoenix wasn't as bad as to me. It wasn't as bad as everyone says it is. It was kind of on par with the original X Men, which if you watch it again, you'll go back and be like. Not terrible. Yeah, oh, I didn't yeah. even bother with it to be That's honest. That's how it was when I watched. Like, yeah, I, I, I watched it. I'm like, it's not bad. I mean, like, and like, I would, I would, I would only watch these X Men movies for the Quicksilver mm. scenes. Mm. Yeah, those were pretty dope. Right. Yeah. And then I watched the Quicksilver scene, and this is not a Quicksilver scene. He runs really fast and then breaks his legs, Ooh. and he's out for the rest of the movie. Oh, oh boy, that kind of sucks. I I think that. Um, one thing about the MCU is the the way that it kept us engaged all these years. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these movies, um, like DC's getting better at this now, but X Men was just I didn't feel engaged. Like right. they weren't they were connected, but they weren't connected as connected as the MCU was. The MCU mm-hmm. movies were running concurrently. They were boom, 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 connection, boom, 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 connection. Mm-hmm. And whereas the X Men it was kind of all over the place. Even and even it kind of throws you off because I found out not too long ago that Logan. Although it's a part of it and the same characters and all that, it's still kind of a cut off from the rest of the because yeah. it's so far in the future and everything. Mm-hmm. It's cut off. It doesn't mention anything about what happened in the X Men. Because and because and I'm fine with that. I was and, confused about that part. It, let me let me tell you why. And it's honestly here's what messed up the X Men completely. Origins Wolverine because they were gonna do an origin storm. They were gonna do origins for like all the major X Men. Mm-hmm. Like you know, let's let's get get back to these characters. Origins was so bad they were like, okay, let's not do that. Origins Wolverine. Origins, yeah, X Men wow, Origins Wolverine. Okay. Was that the? That's the second one that came out after Wolverine in two thousand. No, that. No, that's the first one, right? Yeah, that's the first. Origin, okay. That's the first uh, Wolverine solo movie. Mm. That's the one with Deadpool. But then they oh, still made boy. a second one, so. And then, and then the second. Yeah, well, that that one came out in like twenty thirteen. Yeah. And then so the, the twenty thirteen was like the reboot, that, or no? Like that, that was uh, that that was technically still the continuation. Oh boy. That was still like, but that's because Hugh Jackman just plays that character so well. Like, right? You had no, he was undeniably like because, good in that role. Because after after that, after you had um, X Men Origins Wolverine, they kind of like, okay, we're not gonna do what we're doing. Um, reboot, yeah, I think that that is kind of that's little reboot, I think. So they just then they did a first class, so they have a whole new cast, but they kind of make you wonder, like, wait. They had the same opening from the original X Men, mm. so it's not a full reboot. And then they had the Wolverine, which is like, yeah, Logan, uh, we're thinking of killing you, but we're not gonna kill you in this movie. Mm. So then after that, you have Days of Future Past. Then you have Days of Future Past, and Days of Future Past, in my opinion, it's it's beautiful because it marries the old cast with the new cast. Mm-hmm. It's a pseudo reboot. That was oh, that is such a good movie. Days of Future Past is a yeah. really good movie. It's a pseudo reboot, which I kind of like. It lets you use a new cast while giving a perfect send off to the to the old cast. Yeah, and, and I then, just love how Sir Patrick Harris was alive for all of this. Yeah, like and the fact he just he just I love how like these old actors are just staying alive for the movies they just like to be thank in. God. Right. Like he's gonna be like I'm not even a Star Trek fan, but the fact that he's still alive for Picard is just right. wow to me. Just and wow. Then you have um, then you had. What's the, what's the next movie that came after that? Then you had Apocalypse, which that oh was <laughs> Quicksilver scene. Yeah, oh, oh Quicksilver scene. Wolverine takes off in his cameo. Yeah. Then you have Logan, which is tying up, 
just letting 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 his art just letting Hugh Jackman's art yeah pretty much letting Hugh Jackman go in the perfect send off I might add yeah so like you know I'm gonna come off my statement real quick guys retraction the DC the the MCU was good and bad yeah. for the genre. Yeah, I think that's. I think we can have a general consensus on that. Yeah. It was good because and bad. It lets you take superheroes seriously in a real world sense. Yeah. Like like what I said before, Deadpool in two thousand eight, Deadpool in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because now, like you kind of look at them now, you can go in there and think about these movies more. They can make you sit down and think, and that and that's okay. Like I I used to be, kind of be like, well, I don't. I feel like I don't want to. And then think it's also they movies. and. Even even from even from in the MCU, they've changed how villains are done. Villains yes. used to just be bad. Yeah, now villains like one note. Some now, not, not, now you have like killmongers, kill like redeemable in a sense. Like yeah, you can exactly. understand why they're doing what they're doing. Like, right. You, you honestly my, feel a part of you. Like, and like one of my friend, uh, my friend Tink, one of his favorite lines, and I'm kind of tweaking it because he talks about Civil War in this way, but it, I'll spin it to Killmonger. He always says, if you if you're not watching that movie and you're not teeter-tottering between uh, his point of view and the other person's point of view, you're not paying attention. Right. Because if you're not thinking in that movie, you're not paying attention. No. But I, we'll get into that in our villains, because Killmonger is a part of our villains episode coming up um, on Halloween. But, guys, I think we got a general consensus on if the MCU was good or bad. It was good and bad. It was good and bad. It had its good and it had its bad. Like yeah. everything. Like so there's, two, there's two sides to it. We did it, y'all. We, we got through our first episode first episode done wow um i i can't wait to come out with more um our next episode we're gonna be talking about kind of some general nfl news got a b got Minshew mania down here in jacksonville that's national now national, it's not just jacksonville it's national we, we in duval though so we you know, so we know what we talking about duval you know, we down here, so we gotta rep Minshew mania we might talk about them boys, you know, they, I got the Cowboy fans in here. I would love to talk to some Cowboy fans. Y'all, y'all lost that game last week. Hallelujah. Twelve to ten. Twelve to ten. Trash. But we'll get into that. Uh, you can catch us on um, Cafeteria Talk official. I'm not gonna spell it again because I know I'm a fold. Uh, Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. You can catch me Quattro at Big Guy Side B I G G U Y C Y on Instagram. I don't use Twitter, so I'm not gonna give it to you. Uh, Shino, where can they find you, bro? You can find me at uh, DJ underscore Nua. That's DJ underscore N-U-A-H, both Instagram and Twitter. All right. Kid Kev. Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram, KidKev17. Uh, put a little period in between the kid and the Kev. I like it. I like it. So we are going to catch y'all on the next one. Much love. Love everybody and love everything. See y'all later. Cafeteria time. Yeah.